maybe someday we'll get to have our own after-school special. My only child friend is normal. Or a peanut special that becomes as popular as the Great Pumpkin. Welcome to the Only Child Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Wallace. Have you ever felt like you didn't receive the how-to brochure on life? That you didn't get enough guidance about major life issues? So did I. You don't have to be an only child to feel this way. In my podcast, we'll explore some of the best ways to better navigate adulthood while doing so with humor and light. Welcome everyone to the Only Child Diaries podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about National Only Child Day. Yes, there is such a thing, and it's April 12th. When I was growing up, there was just Mother's Day and Father's Day. Then came along Grandparents' Day. Okay, I wondered, what about the kids? It didn't seem like the kids got their own day. Oh, and there were teacher appreciation days at school, Hmm. As I got older, here came Siblings Day. Interesting that National Siblings Day is April 10th, two days before Only Child Day. Still, I waited. Well, finally, I see we have National Only Child Day. I mean, finally. This comes after the creation of things like National Gardening Day, or National Hot Dog Day, or even National Build Your Own Banana Split Day. Well, okay, I made the last one up, but it probably exists. And then once I started to work, there it was, Boss's Day. How about Employee Day? I mean, there was Administrative Assistance Day, but not a general employee day. But I digress. I know we need some time to gain some traction on our own day. Maybe we can work on a small parade. Okay, maybe that's asking too much. But we could form the first ever Only Child Band, have Only Child Adults ride in cars you know, the ones who are famous, and we could have floats. Floats are always fun. Floats designed and made by, yes, only children. I think when I start seeing greeting cards for it, we'll be well on our way. Hallmark has a way of furthering these special days along for us. Now, it makes sense why way back in the old days, people had a lot of kids. Lifespans were not what they are today. And medical technology, if you can call it technology, was in the dark ages, so to speak. So if you had multiple children, you had a better chance of at least some of them surviving to adulthood. I get it. The negative perception attached to only children is slowly being discarded. This negative association started almost 100 years ago with American psychologist Granville Stanley Hall, who declared that being an only 
was, quote, a disease in itself, unquote. He labeled only children as indulgent and spoiled. While his claims had zero evidence to back them up, they still became a worldwide phenomenon to the extent that some people still believe the stereotype today. It's interesting to note that Hall received the first doctorate in psychology in the United States and from Harvard at that. So you would assume he was no idiot. But Hall had no sympathy for the poor, the sick, or those with developmental differences or disabilities. He was a firm believer in selective breeding and forced sterilization. He believed that any respect or charity towards those he viewed as physically, emotionally, or intellectually weak or defective simply interfered with the movement of natural selection towards the development of a super race. I mean, what a great guy, huh? So it kind of um, confuses me why people probably listen to his theories about only children. Now, I don't want to misrepresent him. He did contribute a great deal to psychology, but he obviously had some ideas that were a little, shall we say, whack? Regardless, some things happened to counteract the idea that only children were a negative to themselves and others. In 1953, after the Korean War, South Korea suggested its citizens would be better off financially if they only had one child. In 1987, the first large-scale research was conducted on the effects of not having siblings. Researchers Denise F. Pollitt and Tony Falbo revealed in their research that only children are not disadvantaged in any way when compared to children with siblings. Falbo conducted research on Chinese families related to China's one-child policy. This policy began in 1970 and was implemented between 1980 and 2015 to curb the country's population growth by restricting families to a single child. This policy, which sought to address a real issue, caused a lot of related and subsequent issues, such as an increase in the number of abandoned children. I mean, let's say that you did get uh, permission to have a second child and you wanted a son, but instead you had another daughter. Sometimes that second daughter was given up for adoption. It's a very complicated issue. But I'm guessing that no one made fun of only children in China because that was the bar. Or at least not to the extent that we get ribbed here in the U.S. Falbo and her colleague Denise Pollitt conducted a series of meta-analyses of over 100 studies of only children that considered developmental outcomes in adjustment, character, sociability, achievement, and intelligence. The studies included in the meta-analyses 
were mainly from the U.S. and Canada, yet were diverse with respect to socioeconomic class and race ethnicity. The authors found no evidence in support of the stereotype that only children are lonely, selfish, and maladjusted. Rather, only children tended to score higher on tests of verbal ability and intelligence than children with siblings, with the exception of firstborns who scored comparably to only children. Only children and firstborns also showed higher achievement, i.e. academic performance, educational attainment, occupational prestige, than children with older siblings. There's a lot of very complicated information in their research, and if you're interested, you should probably look it up. In 2014, Pew Research found that compared to 1970, a whopping 22% of women in the 40 to 44 age bracket have given birth to only one child. There have been countless books and articles about how raising a single child can be of benefit not only to the child, but also the parents and, of course, society as a whole. What I found in searching for only child research is that there is actually a plethora of studies that have been done on only children, and most all of it shows a positive outcome. Of course, it's a lot easier today to look up research online instead of going to the library. And the stuff that you can find online is a lot more timely than going through older books like you used to have to do. Now, how did people celebrate National Only Child Day? I saw a lot of posts on social media of parents with their only child spending the day together. And that's always a positive. And of course, the day will bring more attention and more positive attention at that to only children across the country, but hopefully also across the globe. In the show notes, I've left a link to a poem by American poet Billy Collins entitled Only Child. Enjoy. Now, if we're going to celebrate hot dogs, and gardening, and all sorts of other things, why not celebrate only children too? I'm all for it. Maybe for right now, it's not so much a celebration as an appreciation, and that's okay too. Maybe someday we'll get to have our own after-school special, My Only Child Friend is Normal, or a peanut special that becomes as popular as The Great Pumpkin or a new Sesame Street character who is an only child Muppet. Only children, only child adults are special. But then again, every person, every child is special. In the meantime, I continue with my knee surgery recovery. And last night, I stepped down and stepped up a stair. And wow, it was amazing. It didn't hurt. Now, it still hurts a bit to stand up from a chair, but I can do a stair. Imagine that. I was thrilled. Well, it's the little things, and I'll take it. 
I hope you'll enjoy a national day of something soon. Next week, I'll tackle another topic. I hope you'll join me. If you like this episode, please follow the Only Child Diaries podcast on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you might listen on. And consider rating Only Child Diaries and writing a review. It helps others to find us. Please share it with a friend you think might like it as well. Visit my Instagram page, Only Child Diaries, or Facebook, Only Child Diaries Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Tracy Wallace, and these are the Only Child Diaries. <laughs>